When faced with difficult decisions, great leaders don't wimp out. Welcome down my walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. At the beginning of the pandemic, we at Lancaster Bible College, Capital Seminary and Graduate School were a few hours away from sending 42 music students to Ireland for a travel, learn, serve opportunity. And what's obvious today was anything but obvious back then. You know, we were hearing more and more about this COVID pandemic. We had been taking steps to be prepared for it. But at this point in time, it was still something over there. And we were about four hours from telling students they could go. Um, All our indicators, air transportation, travel guides, venues, ports of entry, they were all cautiously optimistic. So we were set to go, but we had one last hurdle, one last checkpoint, one indicator we were watching that would gauge whether or not we would send them. Now remember, this was before the obvious became obvious. It was a difficult decision, and yet we pulled the plug. And it turned out to be a brilliant decision. Well, every leader faces difficult decisions, They come in a variety of ways, and none of them end up as scheduled on our calendars. We either make the tough call or we don't. Well, Robert Herbold talks about this in his book, What's Holding You Back? And I want us to think about that. If you're not familiar with Bob Herbold, he served at one time as the executive vice president and chief operating officer at Microsoft. He spent years at Procter & Gamble, and now he serves as the managing director of the Herbold Group, a consulting business focused on profitability, strategic, and operational issues. Now, in his book, What's Holding You Back? 10 Bold Steps That Define Gutsy Leaders, Herbold talks a lot about courageous leadership, uh, about leaders who have the courage to make tough calls. So, what's a tough call? A tough call is marked by four things. One, there's no ideal option to solve a problem. And yet at the same time, to do nothing is the worst option. Two, there's a lack of data that might help reduce decision risk. Three, you're guaranteed to disappoint someone. And four, there may be a short-term fix, but as the leader, you have to think long-term, and this is very challenging. Well, looking back on that Ireland trip, to me, it fit all the criteria of a difficult decision. And I've appreciated what's holding you back because this book is theory, but it's theory wrapped in very practical examples. Bob Herbold will talk about lessons from Fiat and IBM and Procter & Gamble and BP and Ford and Honda and so many other companies that he's observed or with whom he's worked. Now his thesis, his thesis is this, that the lack of courage to make tough calls is what destroys companies. So, and and what he notices is that in this moment of tough calls, some leaders shine. I mean, they make the tough decision. It may not be popular, but they make it. And on the other hand, other leaders, they wimp out. They do nothing. 
He writes this, when faced with the kind of tough decisions outlined here, many managers immediately start contemplating the downsides of confronting the problem. Now, did you hear that? Weak leaders focus on the downsides of the decision. Who are they going to offend? Who will be disappointed? What will happen to me if I make the wrong decision? What will the board think about me? And they wimp out. They fail to make the tough decision. So Herbold asked the question, why do managers wimp out? Why do leaders wimp out? Listen to what he says. Why do managers wimp out? When managers fail to provide courageous leadership on tough issues, it is usually for one or more of the following reasons. These managers are avoiding conflict. Knowing that not everyone will agree, some managers would rather compromise or do nothing than clearly state after adequate study where they come out on an issue and why, and then exercise their authority and make a decision. Striving for certainty. Many managers don't want to risk being wrong, so instead of taking action in a timely fashion, they continue searching for new data or theories that will unequivocally support their decision. Avoiding a career risk. Some people fear that if they take action and things go badly, their careers will be jeopardized or they will offend colleagues who will hold some sway over their careers in the future. Lacking self-confidence. Unfortunately, some managers are simply too timid to take the lead and make tough decisions because they are uncomfortable trusting their own views. They often prefer not to make a decision at all when there isn't universal agreement. Lacking a sense of urgency. When things are going well, many managers can become complacent and are often reluctant to shake things up by taking risks. Their attitude is, what's the hurry? Things are going along just fine. We have our challenges, but let's not rush into things. Protecting their turf. Some individuals become too comfortable in their jobs and fear that any change may render them vulnerable. They could lose status or be put out of a job. Their lack of varied experiences would be revealed or it could become clear just how out of date they are regarding technology. So Herbold gives us six reasons managers wimp out. And I want to ask you, which one of these six is most likely to trip you up? Avoiding conflict? striving for certainty, avoiding a career risk, lack of self-confidence, lacking a sense of urgency, or protecting your turf. Now, the problem with wimping out, refusing to make the tough decision, is that it has a potential to lead to two bigger problems. One is because we refuse to make a tough decision, the organization will fragment. In other words, Organizational complexity, he says, and this guy operates on a high level, organizational complexity results from failing to make a tough decision. So lacking clear decision that creates centralized focus and direction, groups within the organization, they go off in different directions, which in turn creates more complexity and more bureaucracy, and the organization slows down. The other challenge that comes when you and I fail to make tough decisions is because we show little toleration for risk, innovation dries up. And I thought that was a great point. Now, I appreciate immensely Herbold's analysis, 
But I'm going to suggest that what he provides in those six reasons are actually the presenting reasons leaders wimp out and not the root reason. And there are two root reasons that I want to address. Pride and identity. About pride. Proverbs 11, chapter 2 says, Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 13, 10 says, Pride leads to conflict. Those who take advice are wise. And Proverbs 29, 23 says, Pride ends in humiliation. Well, humility brings honor. And I think pride is often why we avoid conflict. Pride is why we strive for certainty. We have to be right. Or why we may avoid a career risk or protect our turf. And I think pride can even play a role when it comes to a lack of self-confidence and even urgency as well. Here's what I see. Pride swells when my life and my leadership is no bigger than me. You see, leaders who understand they are greatly loved by God, they don't dodge making great decisions, I think. They're actually better able to make them because they don't confuse their role as leader with their identity as one who's greatly loved by God. So they want to get it right, but God's got them if they do get it right or if they don't get it right. Because their security rests in the relationship with God, not just in their performance, I think they're actually better able to walk boldly into difficult decisions. So maybe there are not actually six reasons why leaders wimp out when it comes to making tough decisions. Oh, those are presenting problems. But maybe there are two real root reasons. Pride, what will other people think? <laughs> which is fed by confusing my role as leader with my true identity as one greatly loved by God. Leaders make tough decisions. They have to. But humble leaders who don't confuse their role as the leader with their identity as one greatly loved by God, I think are actually better able to make that tough call. And that's my thought on my walk with Robert Herbold and his helpful book, What's Holding You Back? 10 Bold Steps That Define Gutsy Leaders. Now the question is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? Well, thanks for joining us this week at onmywalk.com. You know, coming up in the days ahead, we would love to create an email list to be able to keep you better informed of book reviews that we release, perhaps a, a resource that we're making available. And while we don't want to bombard your inbox, we do want to do a better job of staying connected with you and to hear from you how we can better serve you through On My Walk. So to that end, we'd like to put a survey out in front of you as well so we can do a better job. Hence, what I would appreciate is if you would send us your email address to admin at onmywalk.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at onmywalk.com. 
will guard your privacy, will protect your email. But we do want to do a better job at making this tool a more effective tool for your toolbox. Thanks for helping us to that end.